0: Hey, girl. You feel that? That's boyfriend material. This is episode 16 Lars and the Real Girl from 2007. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe2, and this episode is brought to you by Silicone. Oh, you mean Silicone?
1: No, that's boyfriend material.
0: Or girlfriend material. I normally material. ask you why the material you picked ties, <laughs> to how it ties into the movie. I don't think I need to. <laughs> Can you take a wild time? guess at why we picked Silicone for this um, one? Um. I'm going to guess because the uh, the scarf that Gosling is wearing throughout this entire movie is made of silicone, is that, lots, is that right? Well, the silicone sweaters, yeah. Actually, you know, my first note of this movie, and I think this is, you know, an important thing within the scope of boyfriend material, boyfriend material, is that opening shot of him looking out the window is like kind of the iconic won't eat his cereal where he puts the scarf over his face. Did yeah. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, I did notice that. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. I was like, oh, that's where it's from. Like, I've seen this movie, but I didn't remember where that was from. Yeah, exactly. We are on a nice little run of boyfriend material here, like, after Blue Valentine, this, and I think, from what I remember, next week's movie Fracture is pretty great, too, him and Anthony Hopkins in a lawyer movie, like... Yeah, I like it, Anthony Hopkins, I've never seen it, It's gonna be, but we're yeah. in a good little streak, I mean, not that boyfriend material that so far at all has been bad, but, you know, uh, we're in a nice little boyfriend material streak right now yeah because this th- did you like this movie i like this movie i i remember asking you while i was watching it
1: like D- is this supposed to be a comedy right this doesn't really feel like one but i laughed a whole bunch during this movie it's really weird in a beautiful kind of way and, like, mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling playing this character was great. The whole movie is just so bizarre to me, though. Sometimes I wish life existed like it did in this movie.
0: This is the most beautiful and kind and supportive town of people I I'm have saying. ever seen. Like, this entire town, like, they, they have, rightfully so, reservations about, you know, treating this real doll. Like, this movie is about Ryan Gosling as, like, a, a hermit kind of. An outcast, sort of like a a self-imposed outcast, doesn't really, isn't great with people, lives in the garage of the house that his brother and sister-in-law live in. Which was his father's house. Which is his father's house, and it seems like, as we we learn throughout the movie, that his brother moved away, sort of forced Gosling to take care of, I think, probably his dying father. Then his brother moved back after the father died with his new wife, who's pregnant, and, you know, Gosling has just sort of had, like, I think just like socially he's just never been, he's sort of, you know, held back in that way. And so the movie is about him learning from a coworker that there is such a thing called like real dolls or sex dolls, ordering one online, falling in love with it, and starting a relationship with it. For a small
1: town to be as open-minded as they are, it was very very weird.
0: So and I think that they all know that they all seem to love him and they even, you know, his his sister-in-law Emily Mortimer says, you know, they're doing this because they love you, like they're helping her, they're helping Bianca because they love you. Like, they're doing this for him, but at the same time, they don't have, like, you know, kind of incentive other than, like, I guess this is a thing to do now. Like, this is this is a way that we can eat up some time in our uh, boring small-town lives.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, not jumping ahead too much, but their reaction of, like, giving her a bunch of things to do, I wondered if they were trying to kind of separate them you know what i mean but uh, oh the i think same, so that yeah, for sure for sure it, like the less time he spends with it the
0: less time he can fuck it kind of thing well because he does seem to be getting better it just so happens that he's getting better framed within the uh the scope of having a relationship with a doll right yeah. but, like he does seem to be more social and more understanding and more you know out in society it just again is because he's having a relationship with a real doll. And I think that their thinking is, like, if he can continue this sort of growth and not be around her, maybe he'll realize that other people are good, too.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too.
0: Which works. Kind of. Yeah, it kind of does. I mean it's 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 minor victories and I don't know if it's really if it would really happen this quickly, but the movie ends with him and Margot, his co worker yes. who's got a big crush on him, basically starting a relationship, right? Like that or at least they're going to interact in the wild for the second time. Like yeah. you know, they go bowling and now at the end of the movie at Bianca's funeral, the doll's funeral which also if you think about it, like there I guess there's a grave site in that graveyard with a doll in it. Like that's just a thing that's gonna $2, be forever in that sex town. Doll. Yeah you know they're gonna go on a walk at the end and i think it worked like it worked like the relationship the he learned through the real girl how to deal with real people i guess yeah that was his thing it was like he was using it to like open up to real people i guess it worked this movie was nominated for one academy award it was nominated for best original screenplay which makes sense it lost to juno unfortunately for this oh really yeah so same year as juno i mean juno juno sort of changed the game in a lot of different ways you know what i mean like that's i like this movie i think more i think this movie sort of holds up better because juno was overly quirky and i think it's great but i also think that uh in retrospect i don't know how many times you're going to watch that i think this for a weird movie uh is you know very watchable no matter when you watch it
1: yeah i think i could rewatch this movie it was fun
0: at least more you know more quickly more often than watch re rewatching blue valentine right amen for sure i never <laughs> want
1: to rewatch blue valentine ever
0: I also do want to get ahead of your uh, the question that you seem to ask most episodes. Do you think that Ryan Gosling had sex with the doll? To, I was going to ask you this. Oh my there's god! There's a bit of trivia on there that uh, they ordered it without genitals. That they apparently custom ordered it so that like there was there could be no accusations that anybody like fucked the doll. I think it's more so that like the set
1: people didn't fuck the doll, right? Maybe. Like it was probably for the best that like it didn't have any because I'm sure that there's like one lighting guy that was like I would have
0: done it. You know? <laughs> For a movie about a relationship with a real doll, like, there's really little sex in this movie. Like, I think the closest thing to get to it is, you know, people joke about it, but Emily Mortimer at one point, like, picks up her skirt, like, lifts up her skirt and, like, makes this, like, yes. really great, wonderful face. Just like, oh, boy. Like, I was not expecting to see that in there. Yeah. I think it's kind of assumed or implied that he's maybe having sex with her, but also... I don't think he not. does. No, because yeah. later...
1: He asks his brother later
0: what makes you, you a man.
1: Because he doesn't... He, and he keeps it slept in their house. You know what I mean? Because she she is a Christian
0: missionary. Yeah. Uh, she was raised by nuns, and she is very Christian, Bianca.
1: <laughs> I like that he just comes. We'll get to it. Never mind. Well, but I think just... that
0: that's like a way to make what could be a very creepy movie less creepy because, like, you you sort of you you think about like you can't not think about him having sex with it, but also they take that element out of it, right? Like they're just like this is about a relationship with a doll, not about like a fuck toy.
1: Yes, and because of that, then you feel weird when he goes to the party and they're like, is he fucking this thing? Right. You know that he's not, or probably not.
0: I think it helps you, like, get on his side a little bit. You know what I mean? It does.
1: It definitely does. Because when he's, like, taking it out, it would be really creepy if you were just, like, carrying this dildo around with you or something. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you'd be like, this is weird. Which,
0: uh, I guess this would be a good detour when they, at one point in the middle of the movie, they have Gus, who is uh, Emily Mortimer's husband, Mm -hmm. Gosling's brother, looks up online. Um, He goes to the site where he got, because he goes out to the garage, takes the packing slip off the box, and looks up the doll. And so I looked up the site, and Realdoll.com still exists. It does. It yes, is a real I've... sight, the, the real doll classic. Uh, I would guess that you know Bianca, being as beautiful as she is, uh, might be a, a higher, higher level than just a classic, but the classic starts at $4,000. No, no, they're cheaper than that. I looked it up, too. Well the main the main page I said the, the real dog classic starts at thirty nine ninety nine. No, they're like two grand. Well maybe if uh, you have was... like a, a knockoff version, I don't know. But the uh the big the big takeaway that I found is that they also have the real cock on there. What is that? I didn't see it, that. It's just like a realistic I guess dildo. Okay
1: Okay. That would make sense, I guess. They kinda go hand in hand. Literally? Yeah, literally, yeah.
0: I was thinking, you know, when we did on the our Too Fast, Too Forever, the Fast and Furious podcast that we do, and I called, what was the, what was the name of that company that I called? Pro-Imagination or whatever? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I called it on, like, the number still exists. I'm like, now I have to, like, every time I see a phone number or a website in the movie, I'm like, ooh, does this still, uh, it does. <laughs> yeah, real dolls definitely exist. They do. I want to go on a minor tangent. Go for it.
1: Did you ever watch the show My Strange Addiction?
0: No, but I know about it. I know sort of the uh, the premise behind it.
1: You know, it was, like, people doing weird stuff. There was, like, the girl who ate the couch, whatever, right? Like, there's all of these famous episodes. Mm -hmm. There was an episode with a guy who was addicted to my, like, my, like, real dolls. Okay. His name is Dave Cat, and he has, like, 20 or 30 of these dolls. Well, maybe it was just one. I don't know. Maybe he has more now. But there's, like, a whole, like, there was, like, the whole thing where he was essentially doing this. And I wonder if the movie was based on that episode. Maybe? Like, he would, like, walk them around... Like, okay. But he didn't pretend like they were real. Like, he knew that they were just fuck dolls. He definitely, like, dressed them up and put them in his house and, like, would talk to them and stuff. But, like, when he, like, got interviewed, he would be like, oh, yeah, this is, like, Karen, my fuck doll, not Bianca, right. a real person.
0: Like, we yeah. didn't have to pretend like she was real.
1: And I'm really, really wondering if he
0: is the inspiration for this movie. I bet there's probably a bunch. Like, do you watch High Maintenance? No. What is that? It started as a web series uh, about a weed delivery guy in New York City, and now became an HBO uh, HBO show. It is really genuinely kind of incredible because it's 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 closer to a story about New York as a city and like the actual like what's what it's like to live in New York than anything else that's on TV. Okay, and so it's less about the weed delivery guy; it's more about like little sort of like little stories, little anecdotes about people who live in the city. But anyway, yeah, but
1: you're getting you're getting like small vignettes of characters that yes. live in the city, which and makes And they all sense. just
0: sort of tie like they all either like pass the guy or they all like get weed from the guy or whatever. Like yeah. they're all they all run into him at one point or another. It's great. Yeah. But there is an episode, I think this past season or maybe maybe I think it was this past season, Rosie Perez uh, has a, a real, a, basically a real doll, but a baby. Like she can't have a baby, and so she gets a real doll baby, puts okay. it in a stroller, and brings it around. And like it's sort of the world dealing with her. She says to her husband, you "Stay outside with the baby. I'm gonna go inside and get this." She can't find it or whatever. He goes in, and leaves the baby outside. and there's this whole like hubbub about like, "Oh my god, they left the baby unattended." Then like cops show up and they're like, "Oh, this is just a doll." And it's like everybody's yeah. filming on their phone and like giving her shit and like, they're making fun of her because they don't understand it or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like that and this movie and like a lot of things are probably based on a lot of just. Like the very real connections that people place with dolls or with you know baby dolls or whatever, you know, what I mean, just like because yeah, it's not what I do, but if it's a way for you to cope, you with, sure, I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I was also thinking, like, if I had like if we were like wealthy, like would I have bought one just to sort of have one? Probably not, like, I don't know, it would depend
1: on like what my living situation was like, right? Like, if I had like a bachelor pad and roommates and we were all rich. I would, like, keep one in the living room because I think that would be hilarious, like, as a joke. If I was, like, living alone, I probably wouldn't have one because it would just be so creepy.
0: What about, like, with Rachel? Like, if you were rich enough that you could spend four grand and not feel it, would you buy one?
1: I think the rich would be so mad. She, like, won't even let me get tramp stamp tattoos like I want, so I think that she would ban it. She would be like, you're fucking weird. <laughs> like, I told you about my ideas that, like, I want, like, yin-yang tribal symbol tattoos and stuff, and she's just like, absolutely not. Just because she doesn't want to see that every day? Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Along, uh, very well put, and exactly along those lines. Like she'd be like, "I don't
0: want to see this thing." Well, I mean, I, I kind of, I think I agree with Rachel. Like, it's just your body, your choice. But also, uh, my eyes, I get to say in things. Yeah, if she was like here, she would be like, "Get this the fuck out of my house."
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, if I had like six roommates and it was like yeah. a bro den, you could like leave this thing in the living room, that would be hilarious, right? Because like people would come in and be like, "What's that?" I'd be like, "Oh shit!" And then you like pretend to like cover it up, like put like a blanket over it or something. Yeah, like, I think that this would just creep. People out enough that it's like right up my alley. That people would be like, "What is that?" Be like, "Never mind." <laughs> like, oh, it's
0: just, you know, it's just Bianca.
1: Yeah, Bianca. Steve. Steve must have left Bianca out again. God damn it, Steve. Yeah. Like, let me go put him in his. Ro- like put her in his room, and then you like go like set it up in your roommate's room. Like it would just be like, how could we leave this out to like you know like you bring a girl home and then she you just see this thing on the couch. You know, yeah. like, you'd be like, "God damn it, my roommates again." And be like, "Is this yours?" Is it there? Well, it's like all of ours. It's our. It's,
0: it's our collective doll. It's, it's ours. Our doll.
1: Then she's like, "What?" And you know what I mean? Like you have to explain it, and it'd be like, God damn it! Or you, like I would just be like in the middle of cleaning it, just like cleaning out the like the vagina with like a bottle brush, like in the middle of the kitchen, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Uh, see, I can imagine a lot of fun things that you could do with this that you can't do
0: if you were the only person in your house. Like you need like a crew of people that are in on this joke. Well, I'm pretty sure, and I, I, I again, I don't have this. I just heard this from uh, from the internet. Basically, is that I think that the like flashlight encourages you to wash it out in the dishwasher with hot with hot water, and, like, well, I don't want to put that in my dishwasher. Like, Why not? Because it's, it's like, it's filled at one point with cum. Yeah. Okay,
1: so this is like the lab experience that I have. If you wash anything with hot water and soap, like, it's fine. Like, it's not like you're leaving, like, residue in your dishwasher. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but it's still... Like, do you, I... do, you,
1: do you get, like, nervous about washing towels in, like, the clothes washer?
0: No, but I also... I wash towels on a separate load. Not for that reason. Okay. But just, I wash them separately, but I also... Sure. I'm not, I don't have, like, a dishwasher full of... Flashlights that I'm washing at the same time, and having like a separate cycle for like dishes and plates and I would definitely
1: stuff. wash it alone if I had one. It would get a solo wash. Like it wouldn't go with plates. I I wouldn't be scared to do it. Okay, it's gonna be hot. Like you know what I mean. You're washing with hot water. Yeah. Imagine trying to put the whole real doll in
0: the dishwasher. Oh. <laughs> Just like shove the whole thing in there. We had a freaky time last night, Bianca. And I gotta <laughs> watch because they give her a bath in this movie. And they do, which is so strange. I agree. We gotta watch all of you, because last night was, uh, never again, Bianca. Last night was too much. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, cover. Oh, God. Boy, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, our, our normal uh, boyfriend material sort of run-through of the movie we will go through in terms of most and least boyfriend material moments. And I do think this is gonna be the weirdest one that we do, just because of the nature of the movie. Yeah. Because he is he's being a pretty good boyfriend to this doll. Uh, he is it's, its just it's a doll it is yeah
1: but I mean, you could love whatever you love man I agree. It's whatever you're into
0: The movie kicks off And we sort of know That he's a nice guy He's Sort of like a, a little bit Of a, a loner Kind of a weirdo guy But He's harmless His sister-in-law Emily Mortimer Comes over to like Basically be like Hey come have dinner with us We don't know Like it's sort of Teaching us that she's pregnant But he give, he takes the scarf off The famous Won't need a cereal scarf And gives it to her And he's like Keep the baby warm It's like oh Like he's a sweet guy You know what I mean He is a sweet guy Yeah um, I thought that was a, a, a low-key nominee For most boyfriend material moment Cause cool. like okay. I don't need this even the baby need this yeah but we also see then at church because he's like i can't come over i gotta go to church and he goes to church but he's just like playing with toys in church that sort of felt out of character for him i think
1: yeah i don't think he like wanted to go to church i don't think that he's into the church scene and i think that they kind of like drug him there
0: he's into it more later when bianca is there spoiler she goes to church not the church thing but i feel like the playing with the toys doesn't really quite fit in Like, because his, his his cubicle mate at work uh, the action figures right But it just feels like...
1: Goss wouldn't be into this? Yeah. I think it's just showing you the arrested development, but I agree with you. It's kind of out of character for him. It's the segue to lead him to, like, to lead you to believe that he buys this fucking real doll, right? That toys are a part of his life? Yeah. Yeah. It plays for the movie, but I agree. It's like doesn't doesn't necessarily need to be.
0: I don't know enough about, and like this could be sort of any number of diagnoses. Like I don't know if he's supposed to be like autistic. I don't know if he's supposed to be developmentally stunted. Like I don't know what he's dealing with. He's something, okay, you know. Yeah. But it just kind of sort of feels like a character trait that doesn't quite you know line up. I guess I don't know. No, I think that he's
1: just like stuck as, as a child. And that's a okay. like part of the deal. And he's like a loner child. And because he, that's the whole play of the movie, right? His brother's like, I left you here. I should have taken you with me. Dad was too sad. Like, all of yep. these things. He's like, I should have taken care of you and gotten you out of here. And, like, he knows that he's fucked up now because he didn't take him out.
0: We go to work and we see his work situation. We don't really, I don't think we know what he does. Do we have? Do, do we get a sense of what his company does? It says it on the building outside, but I forget what it is. I Like, I don't remember
1: what he actually does. He, he just works in a cubicle. He has an office job.
0: With a gigantic old school monitor. This movie's
1: so weird because it feels like it's supposed to be set now, right? Because there's real dolls, obviously internet and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like also set in the eighties because they all dress like the eighties and like he has action figures and like they go bowling and like the clothes, the glasses, everything about it feels like very like mid-90s kind
0: of. I wonder if that's and I think that's something that we have noticed either on podcasts that you and I have done or that I've done with Mike. That's sort of sometimes just what small town America is like. Not stuck in the past but like you don't have the kind of modern conveniences yeah but like do you you just never buy a new monitor at work but like what are
1: you gonna do like like old sweaters and shit it's just weird you know to see like two kind of converging decades at once maybe it's part of the deal like the juxtaposition of it right like yeah fuck dolls and you know you're wearing old sweaters so
0: i think this movie really couldn't exist in a more much more modern society because i feel like if you have everybody like with smartphones and stuff like you would have kind of the element of like Snapchatting pictures yes. of Bianca everywhere. Like you could probably make this move today, but I think it'd be a different kind of story, right? Like where she'd be kind of you know their relationship becomes like a maybe a she's viral an Instagram sensation. model. Yes,
1: yeah, she becomes like a an internet personality. She be, she has a, she has a page. She has a Facebook. Um, what is it like celebrity?
0: What is it? An like icon, a, f- a
1: fan page or whatever. Yeah, she has a Facebook fan page, and everybody would be like,
0: Bianca's here. We live in a world in which Calvin Klein and stuff are using like AI generated models. Like it's not crazy to think that. Like like, a doll could then sort of also be like this, this you know, world-famous fashion model or whatever, you know what I mean? But Maybe we need to do that, dude. How, how to make money on Patreon is just to have a, a doll fashion model? Let's do it. Let's And we could start, like, a whole conversation. We
1: could be, like, the woke topic of the week. Be like, is she a real model? Mm. And, like, should she have models' rights? Can she join the model union or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, let's fight all these battles. Let's see how it works.
0: There's no one better for that job than you and me. Two straight white guys. <laughs> Yeah. Go to work. We don't know exactly what he does, but we know that he's got this kind of a, another fellow loner, cubicle mate. He's also got this. I, I guess she's a new girl at work, maybe, Margot? I don't think she's new. But, I yeah. kind of got the sense. Of, I, I wasn't sure, but I kind of got the sense that she was, but maybe not. Newer than them, I think. There's also the other guy that, or maybe they, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Gosling's new. I'm not sure, but she's clearly got a crush on him. Because I mean, why wouldn't you? He just kind of rebuffs her because he's not just that he doesn't like her. He just I guess doesn't, doesn't really like deal people. With people. Yeah, he doesn't like people in general. And I feel like this is sort of a stretch of the movie. Like before Bianca comes into his life, it's a series of like low key least boyfriend serial moments where like he just says no to her, literally runs away. From Emily Mortimer and and his brother because all they want to do is, you know, have dinner with him and he's just like, I can't I can't. I, I hate I, people. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he takes like a weird turn. So like
1: I don't think that he's really being not boyfriendy in the beginning i think he's just like a loner and hates people if i could get to the point of that level of weirdness in my own head i think that i would be much like that because i too hate people yeah. and like dealing with people so like if there's times where i could just like see somebody and just run from them and not be self-aware enough to be like nervous about what they would think of
0: that then i would do this all the time just like see them and be like ah, and just run <laughs> like, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. We get this, like, really kind of sweet, like, you know, like, in action movies, they have, like, the gearing up montage where, like, guys, you know, load their guns and you check their ammo and, yeah. you know, stock up or whatever. And we kind of have that, in a way, the gearing up montage, but it's him getting ready for Bianca. And it's, like, you know, he's uh, brushing his teeth. he's Well, she's already there. Because, yeah, so, like, he's just waiting to unbox
1: it. Because it, it arrives, the brother, like, the sister-in-law says, we got a big package today. We put it in the garage for you. And he's like, yes. And he's just stoked.
0: And the way that he answers the phone at work, he just looks so... Like, it's the first time he, like, looks happy the entire movie. He's just like, oh, like, like my future is here. You know what I mean? Like, this is my... The rest of my life starts today. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so he goes home, gets gets himself cleaned up so he can meet her. And he, like, looks in the mirror and is like, this is a nice sweater. Yeah. And I really like that moment of Gosling looking in the mirror,
0: telling himself that his shitty sweater was really nice. Yeah. He just gets up and then, you know, he, he goes to the main house and he's like, you know. And I also, I was wondering, you know, oh, the, the one line that I was waiting here is like, why is she over there and not here? But, you know, he goes to the main house and says, uh, you know, I have a visitor. Uh, she's a lady. Yeah, um, I really like. Basically, I would really like you to meet her, but I also want to make sure that like she doesn't want to stay with me because she's very religious, and you know we have a small place over there, and you know is, is it okay if she stays in the big house? And like, oh, oh my god, like yeah, like we've been basically we, we've been waiting for this, like yeah, you have a girlfriend, you have an you internet need. girlfriend, this is awesome. And then we cut to them in all in the living room, and before we even see like we still haven't seen Bianca, and we just see their faces just staring at her, and it's like oh <laughs> yeah, it's perfect.
1: What I want to know is like how can you get to the the logical point where he just totally skips—I can't relate in the sense that how would you just be like, you know what? I'm not going to explain this to them. I'm just going to pretend like it's real.
0: Because to him, and they also—they also say this in the movie. Like it—it it is real to him. Like she's real. She's there. You know what I mean? Like it's—he gives him like an almost primer. Though, you know
1: what I mean? He's like, look, she doesn't talk very much. She doesn't speak much English. She doesn't speak much English. She's in a wheelchair. She's in a wheelchair. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, he's cognizant of the, like, the limitations, right? Like, he knows. And then he's like, they stole her wheelchair. She doesn't have any clothes. You know enough to, like, kind of primer them. But then you bring it in and you're just like, here we go. This is Bianca.
0: They're like, oh, this is not going to fly. And, you know, they put her to bed. And then... Emily Mortimer has the idea like, let's bring her to the doctor, because she's had a traumatic thing, like, she just yeah. moved here, let's see, well, let's make sure, like, let's get her check out, let's, let's make sure she's good, and he's like, you know, like, I think that's a great idea, and, like, I think, I don't think, if he was, if he was aware or worried about people who would react to, as a, as a doll, he would be like, "No, I don't think she needs to go." But like, he doesn't put up a fight at all. Like I think he does because he
1: like because he like looks at his brother. He's like, "Do you think this is a good idea?" And his brother's like, "Yeah, I think it's a really good idea." He's like,
0: "Okay, then we'll go
1: to the doctors, anyways." Like he's he's nervous about it.
0: Maybe I read that as just like he doesn't know how to make decisions. And like if his brother, you know, his brother has led this life, and like if his brother thinks it's a good idea, like he's he's okay with it. Like you know, it's kind of a big decision for him to to make about this woman that he just met. Should I bring her to the to the doctor, I don't know. No, it seemed like
1: he was—he was kind of nervous about it, and it, and he also seems to know that like it was about him. That's what I'm saying. Like he's obviously this is a movie, and if somebody had some kind of belief this inanimate object was real, that's a different situation. But Gosling in this movie mm-hmm. seems to be playing a little dumb for me.
0: Like he knows. <sighs> I just have to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think. I think that he. He probably knows, but to him, this is as real of a relationship. I think as he's ever suppressing
1: have. it, and you see parts of it come out sometimes. That he's like, he knows that what he's doing is nuts and for attention.
0: I don't think it's for attention because I don't think he wants attention. I think I it think is. he wants love. Fair, that's just. Attention. And I think this attention. is the closest thing he can have to love. And I think that he found a way to get through the day, like to have something to look forward to. I don't think he's doing it because he's like, if he wanted the attention, like he already has the attention. Like he has a girl at work who likes him. His sister in law and his brother are there for him, they want him to be part of the family. He doesn't want that. I think what he just wants is like sort of love and a relationship on his terms. That's and fair. the way that he gets that is through the doll. I don't think he's trying to like act as anything that it's not. I think he's just like this no, is. No, but I think is he works is
1: because if he really just wanted that, he wouldn't do stuff like
0: bring it to the fucking Christmas party. But at the same time, like if if she's your girlfriend and you know you talk you probably talk about her at work and everything like that, you're gonna bring her the you're gonna bring her the party. I guess
1: I don't know. You could equally do the like, oh, she doesn't feel well tonight, and like she stayed home, or be like. She came to the party, but I don't know, man. To me, I just feel like
0: he knows a little bit too much. Like he knows. I don't know. I I don't think so. And I think we're gonna have to just have to agree to disagree here. Yeah, that's like, fine. You know, as we're as we're recording this, we're watching separately Stranger Things. Dusty comes. Dustin comes home. And he's like, "Oh, I met this girl at camp, and she's you know hotter than Phoebe Cates, and she's brilliant." And you know, spoiler: through the first four episodes, we still haven't met her though. Like she, okay. like it's the kind of thing where it's like, yes, she she exists, quote unquote exists. She's real to him, but she also might not be real. And I feel like that's the risk you kind of run. Like if you're aware enough of like, oh, uh, yeah, she just can't make it to the party. She's not feeling well. People are going to be like, well, you know, this guy's kind of like a weirdo loner. He's talking about this girlfriend. We've never met her. I don't know if she exists. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's kind of a a tricky situation either way, right? Like, it's like, do I lie and say she's sick or do I just bring her because she is his girlfriend? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. It's a tricky uh, boyfriend material moment. But what I do like is that after... You know, he brings her to the house, to Karen and Gus's house, and they leave the room because she's just like, uh, you need to help me in the kitchen. Gosling turns to Bianca, she's like, are you you doing okay? Like, he just checks in with her, and I think that's so sweet. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. He's like, he's really into it. Like, he definitely, like, when nobody else is around, he's like, hey, is everything cool? (laughs) With they bringing Bianca to the doctor the next day. He's kind of giving her, like, an oral history of the town. Like, you know, that's where I grew up. That's where I went there. That's what I did this. Like, that's sweet, too. Like, you know, whatever reason he's doing it for, whether he, you know, wants attention or just, like, this is the way that he connects with people, it would be really easy, especially in a car with your brother and your sister-in-law to just sort of, you know, have silent conversations, just, like, think about what you'd say to her. But he's actually talking it out. Like, it's just, like, a it's a tender moment.
1: Yeah, it's him opening up, too. I think, yeah, that's why I think that, like, he knows that he needs a vehicle to be able to deal with people better. And that I think that he is smart enough that he uses this outlet to be his talking point. The same way that like, you'd practice English with like somebody online or something, right? It's like, harmless, and you can't really, like, get in trouble with it. Like, I think it's more of just practicing dealing with people. And that's that's why I think that he knows that, like, he instigated this himself. It's not like he, like, found this thing, and he's not trying to hook up with it. And I think that he does have, like, a relationship with it. But... I think that it was mostly like to open himself up.
0: Maybe that is true because you know one of the first scenes of the movie when when he's at work, right, and his pervy cubicle mate is like, "Oh, check." He's like, "He's got to show you something." And Gosling's like, "I really, I really don't want to look at porn right now." And he's like, "It's not porn." Well, actually, it is porn. And he shows him the real doll, and like this guy's looking at it like, "I want to fuck this thing." Like, I can't have a girlfriend or whatever. I won't have a girlfriend, but this thing, like, I would fuck all day long. And Gosling might look at that and be like, "Oh, that's like a way for me to like sort of, I guess, like what you're saying, practice being in a relationship with." I mean, but I guess at the same time, maybe it's easier to look at a doll that looks like a person and do that. But, like, couldn't you do that in theory, like, with a toothbrush or, like, a, a glass ear. Like, like yeah, anything, anything, right? Like, you're turning uh, something that's not real into something that's real. Maybe it's easier when they look like a person, but I don't know.
1: I don't know either. Or you could just, you know, use AIM chat rooms or something. Who knows? Know. ASL? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> maybe... My nominee for, I mean, again, this is just not necessarily the sweetest thing he does, but the most gosling thing he does is when he brings her to the woods and then, like, climbs up that, that tree house. And sings Frank Sinatra's L O V E to her. That is super sweet and super cute.
1: Yeah, I think so too. When he's just like singing to her in the in the woods at the treehouse or like the whatever, it's it's really awesome. And I like that he gives her a piggyback ride into the into the forest because (laughs) because he can't take the wheelchair in there. It was just like there's so many great things that like I would have loved to have been on set just to see Ryan Gosling do, be like, Okay, just like try to get this thing in the in the woods now. He's like, Fuck, I'm gonna have to piggyback it. Like
0: So one of the coolest little bits of trivia is that they said to help him stay in character because he's acting, you know, this is in a sense like what you know, a lot of modern big CGI movies are, where, like, you're acting across the screen from a tennis ball, right? Like, Exactly, you know, yeah. Groot is going to be there. You're talking to Groot, but you're a person. You're obviously not talking to a little walking-around tree, but he's there, and you're going to pretend he's there. A lot of the scenes, he's just, it's just himself, but he's having these full-on conversations, and they said to help him stay in character, they treated her like she was a real actress. Like, they had her own dressing room, like she did hair and makeup in there. <laughs> oh, God. That she wasn't on set. Like, they didn't just, like, leave her in a chair, but, like, when she was on set, she would be on set but like when she didn't have a, shoot, a scene to shoot, she wasn't around. So, like, she was, I mean, she's a doll, but she's also, like, only there when if there was an actual woman in that role, she would exactly. have been
1: there. Yeah. And that's... so
0: it's not like they just, like, leave her lying around or, like, leave her, like, laying over or whatever. Yeah, because I
1: can imagine you just chuck this thing in, like, the back of a truck somewhere or something, right? right? Like... And I'm
0: not saying that they didn't, but I'm just saying that, you know... <laughs> For him, they made right. it
1: seem like she was only an actress that was there when she needed to be there.
0: If you're going to make a movie like this, you, you got to kind of be aware gotta... of that, right? You got to go all in, man. There's yeah. no half ass in this. I agree. No more half measures, Walter. Yep. Kind of the understated MVP of this movie is Patricia Clarkson as the doctor. She is incredible in this movie. She's
1: great. I like the sister-in-law too, but the doctor's great.
0: There's like a, a sort of a mixed boyfriend girl moment where like Gosling is telling like he's worried about her. He's in, on one hand he's sort of talking a little bit of shit about Bianca, but he's also like kind of just doing it because he's worried about her and like wants, you know, professional What's opinion. Part? He's like saying that you know, she's wonderful, but between us, you know, I'm worried about her. I think she's got a problem. I think because she's insecure, but she isn't always trying to hug everybody. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. This is not about Bianca. This is about the sister. The doctor, like, she's a medical doctor, but but she's sort of acting like a psychiatrist here, right? Because she is a psychiatrist. She, like,
1: she has, like, some kind of training in psychiatry. Oh, okay. They say that in the beginning. They're like, well, you know, she has, like, that psychiatry degree, too, or something.
0: Okay, good. I missed that, but that that makes me feel better about this.
1: That's why the brother specifically takes her there. Gotcha, okay. And that's why they always get that doctor, too right? Because right. they're like, she she knows about this, and that's why she's always commenting on, like, the mental health part of it.
0: She asks about Gus and Karen, right? He says, you know, like, I love her, she's wonderful, but I think she's insecure because she wants to hug all the time. And he's kind of, I guess he's just being honest and open in, and maybe this isn't most Orly's boy for moment, but, like, he just sort of, like, Talking Like, instead of, you know, saying to her, like, I don't want to be touched, I don't want, it's, it's not, it's not you, it's me. He's going to be like, you know, she's insecure, she needs to hug all the time, I don't like it. And then this way we find out that, you know, he's got some kind of mental, it hurts to touch people.
1: Yes. I think that this was someone who isn't me type thing. As he goes to the doctor and he's like, uh, she has a problem. Yeah. And the doctor's like, what's the problem? He's like, she's insecure, she just wants to hug all the time. And the doctor's like, well, that's not bad. And then he's like, but it hurts when you hug people. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was trying to, we're seeing that as he now has a relationship with the doll, that he's opening up about himself. He can't do it completely, yet he has to do it as, you know, an avenue through something else. Right. Which is, like, you know, symbolic for the doll. But that's how I was reading it. They okay. were so right, opening him up mm-hmm. by, you know, and this is this was, like, one of the
0: things that he was saying. They probably wanted him to go to psychiatr- uh, you know, a psychiatrist or psychologist for a while, right? And, like, yeah, maybe since the dad died or even before that, and he wouldn't or he didn't or they didn't know how to do it. But then this is the avenue to that. And like, it's, you know, he's not only growing himself by having the doll, but he's also, like, people are able to help him grow because of the opportunities that Bianca sort of provided, that he's opened the door to self-help, and they're helping him, you know, Through
1: it exactly, that's what I think is going on,
0: and then there's the party scene, which is really kind of sweet and, you know, apparently him walking Bianca into the party and saying, you know, like, people like the it's biologically proven that people's favorite word is their name and just if, you, if you're not sure, just say their names a lot which obviously she's not going to do. This is another thing where I think
1: he's talking to himself, right? He's just gearing himself up. Like, he's giving himself advice by way of giving her advice in his head. What
0: if, and I was just thinking about this, and it's not because that's not what this movie is, but like, what if this was a fight club I mean, it's basically a fight club situation. Yeah, it is. You're right, Like, what it if is. we had cut back and seen that there was never a doll? That it's just like, he's just like, oh, she's right next to me. Like, can't you see her? And it was just an imaginary friend. Because to the world, it's essentially the same thing, right? Like, it's a something that's real to him and not real to anybody else. Yeah, it is. So I, I kind of like that reading of it, you know, you saying that he's talking to himself, you know, going to the party. He, he is, all he of these things could, to He me. could literally be talking to himself, that he's, you know, not talking to a doll, but, like, there's nothing else there.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, the movie, like, obviously is in Fight Club, so it frames it a little bit differently, and they, mm-hmm. like, ask her about her hair, and, like, somebody else, like, takes her with them and stuff like that, but, yeah, it could play a lot like the fight club situation but also
0: you think about like you know ask her about her hair or whatever like that could just be like what people like you know if you're making small talk and like you're like the one woman's a hairdresser or whatever like i show up to your house i'm like hey i'm bringing my girlfriend up you're like cool we're looking forward to meeting her and like i walk in like here she is and you bring like an empty wheelchair just like uh, just an empty wheelchair you might you like you person might be like oh hey like you know like what what kind of beer you like Do you like you know what they like, just like because you're trying to connect like you're just trying to play along you know they're talking about her hair because yeah. like you're still seeing her your hair but i think you just start talking about, like, whatever you would be talking about, like, just somebody you, you, you never met before. Uh, exactly. Like, oh, you like sports or whatever. I don't know. Like, I think that's a kind of a weird, different reading of the movie. I don't think, I think that's, not, that's not right, but I always sort of like that. Uh, could that be the case, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, it works. I get it. Again, talking to himself about it, but, like, on the ride home from the party, decompressing with her as they ride home, and just sort of, like, you know, recapping, like, what they did, like, the things that they learned, and, you know, the, the good time that they had, and everything like that, like, I think that was kind of sweet, too. That's what he needs, man. He needs mm-hmm. to, he needs somebody to just, to, to soundboard on, right? Yeah. My, one of my favorite shots in this movie that was at that party, where the receptionist, the receptionist is, like, the most, like, love, like, I mean, everybody in this town is, like, loving and super kind and everything, but, like, she, like, really what is she call Mr.
1: Sunshine or something? Mr. Sunshine.
0: Which is hilarious, right? Because we yeah. get to remember the Titans soon. Ooh! Did you... Yeah, forgot Well, about he's that. not Sunshine, but there is Sunshine in Remember the Titans. So, we yeah. will get there before too long. That's like six years before this. I love, like, she's a great character because she's just like so invested in him yeah, finding a relationship and being happy because like he's kind and sweet and everything. And, you know. And her husband is great, too. Her husband the dancing with, the, like my favorite shot is her, hus- her husband dancing with. With Bianca in the wheelchair, like, just sort of spinning her around in slow-mo, and gauzing like, sort of slow dancing by himself. Like, it's just so sweet. It is. It is. That's the part of
1: this movie that... Ta- this, this is the suspension of belief that I can't get over. In the movie,
0: is that nobody there is like you fucking weirdo? I think they are. I think I think the movie no, is sort I mean, showing like, the best case because like when he goes over to get another drink and he's there with his like his cubicle mate and the other guy, they're they're kind of like they're 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 I'm getting, getting to the line that you
1: shouldn't cross. Yeah, but I'm saying like as a person that grew up with like a bunch of blue collar people, like this wouldn't fly. Like I don't oh, care sure. if you sent a memo out or anything like that. Like they would just be like, who's this fucking weird? Like you know what I mean? Like. Why'd you bring the doll? Like, it would just happen. I know it would happen. Like, I know, like, my family, they would say... Like, you know what I mean? They couldn't even pretend for you. They would just be like, what the fuck is this doll doing here?
0: I think that this movie makes a very specific choice to like show the best in people. Like it could I be agree. Yeah. like it could very easily do that kind of movie and like there could be a scene where like he has to deal with the, the fallout of like, of course she's real, like whatever and like her arm falls off. You know what I mean? Like there's there could be yeah. like you could you've seen that in a bunch of movies, but I think that like something we have not really seen is where a town just sort of rallies together around was well, very clearly not real because they love one of its residents so much. Like, I think that's a kind of a very special story that we haven't seen before.
1: I think, but I think I'm just too cynical to believe that Oh, sure, no, no I, totally, I totally get where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, like, it's, it's like, I, I love it, and it's such a beautiful,
1: like, sweet town to do this, but I don't think it could happen in reality. Like, maybe, like, the brother and sister, maybe the doctor, but, like, I think, like, a large majority, like, maybe the one lady that, like, is from church, you know, maybe she's cool with it. Beyond that, I think a lot of people would be like, this is fucking weird. And, like, he would get, like, harassed in the street all the time.
0: You know what I mean? Yep. I think it's also, like, it might be that it's so weird that people... Are just like, you know, it also could be, you know, sort of the, the Minnesota nice kind of thing. Like, I don't know. Do we know what state this takes place in? Is it? It's up somewhere. I feel like it's Minnesota, right? Okay. I was going to say Vermont even. There's a thing called like Minnesota nice where people are outwardly nice to you, but they're they're saying nice things that are also insults. And that could be, you know, essentially what, like, he doesn't, know how to read the context or whatever i don't know but but like it feels like it's so weird that like when he's pulling her out of church and you know wheeling her out of church or whatever that people are like i i can't even i can't even make a joke right now because i don't know my brain won't process what i'm seeing
1: what if even to take your fight club theory one step further Mm -hmm. that this is like all of like like a dream sequence like where he just sits in the house and he looks out the window and imagining and is imagining and he's the one in the wheelchair oh He's he's a, a Colombian missionary that doesn't speak English, just looking out the window. Or he's Maybe. a real doll just
0: looking for a real boy.
1: Maybe. Who knows?
0: So the town, I think, as you said before, starts to like, you know, this woman at the mall is like, I want to hire, like, she wants to get a part-time job. And somebody's like, you know, she wants to volunteer at the hospital. And they're, you know, separating him from her. So I, he wished, yeah, grow. I wish
1: that we would see if this was... The sister or the town? Because I think that that's a, in a very important part of the movie. And I'm sad that they don't tell you if it's like the town and the doctor or the sister or so, like who's who's encouraging
0: this, like the separation, because I think that's a really big factor in this. There's like the church group meeting, right? Where it's like the minister or the priest yeah. or whatever. And then there's the brother and sister. And then there's like, townsfolk and there's the one lady who's like oh yeah like we're gonna do this because he's a sweet boy and she's the one who takes charge but it feels like and i think you're right that there's more of those meetings like town-wide meetings that gosling's just not at but they're like okay here's what we're gonna do or yeah. if it's just you know subtly like you know the sister going around and being like hey Let's try to uh, do this.
1: Yeah, let's try to split it up a little bit. Because she seems so supportive outwardly to him. Mm -hmm. And the movie's like from pretty much his perspective, right? Mm -hmm. I would like to see if she was the one who's trying to split them up. And then she says like, you know, we all do this because we love you. She's so popular because we love you. And I wonder if she was instigating this or if they came together and were like, we need to get them away from each other or like what was going on? I would like to know the background of it.
0: But as Bianca is becoming more popular and sort of having more things to do and spending more time away from Gosling, he has maybe the nominee or one of the big nominees for the least boy from material moment. She stands him up like he's supposed to play Scrabble with her, and she's like, "Can you imagine? Also, can you imagine playing Scrabble against a real doll?" <laughs> <I> do. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I could, in theory, imagine, like you know, like watching TV with them or you know chess. what I mean, but like it's playing playing, like, playing a game like that, like Scrabble or chess, like against somebody who like cannot move, well, like.
1: You Dude, were you never, like, an only child? You know, your sister's older, right?
0: No, my sister's younger. But how, I, how much was, younger?
1: Uh, three years. Okay, so yeah, you didn't have this period of time where, like, I grew up when, like, my sister's seven years younger. So you have that period where, like, you're a real person. Or, like, you can, like, at least think. And I would have, like, games and stuff. And, like, nobody would be there to play them with me. Because she's too young to play them. And I would just play two characters on the same game. So it's I'm like imagining Scrabble? it's like that. I don't know. You're an adult. So, like, it's I the guess. same thing. It's like, what's the difference between shoots and ladders and Scrabble? Like, I mean, it's the, still a game that you play with two people that shouldn't be played. Yeah, it's the same thing. So I can't, I don't see that. But it is funny, though. Yeah, can you imagine being like, oh, Bianca, you don't know English at all. You suck, <laughs> you know? Like, like you just talk
0: shit to her the whole time. Like, that's not a word, you know? like But she stands him up because she was doing something else. And he gets mad of the like, ball. They, they have a fight. It kind of really rattles the brother and sister. They're just like... Uh, oh, like I guess this is this is new. This is why
1: I want to know if she was involved in it because maybe it's like they it's either that's new because their plan is working or it's new. this is something new and weird or like what you know what I mean because if they were instigating her going places, they're like, oh shit, it's working. you know what I mean Cause yeah. they had a fight
0: on the lowest level of the barest level or whatever you, the the goal is just for him to grow and for him to. You know, yeah. sort of become more in tune with maybe just his emotions, and the fact that he's showing anger maybe for the first time ever, right? Like, yeah. you know, if you have to deal with this, you know, traumatic event, like, you know, a dying parent, and you're not emotionally equipped, like, you might just clam up and go into a ball and like just not show any emotions so the fact that he's showing like affection and now this anger for the first time like it is work like whatever whatever the plan is it's working yeah that's what i'm saying because
1: i think that once he comes over and he's so willing to be with them when the mm-hmm. doll's there they're like okay if we could just separate the doll from this we can keep like he obviously can do it right they right. showed that yep. like he's not like he, he's not incapable of coming and hanging out and talking with them but he just needs the doll as, like, a conduit for it. Yeah. And, like, if they can just remove the doll, then he would be, like, a normal person then. Or, like, more normal, so.
0: Yeah. We don't know, and I don't know that it's super important, but I wonder how much before the movie started, if they were, like, I wonder if he's permanently broken. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder yes. if he even has the emotional capacity. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And then when they're, like, oh, he did this on his own, like, he, it's he's still in there, essentially, right? Like, he's... Yep. Exactly. still in there and we can we can sort of save him or we can help him or whatever so they have the fight you know he has the heart to heart with where he's crying which we'll get to that later when we do the awards i think there's some there's there's actually some pretty good crying in this movie the big thing i think the next big thing oh he goes to the doctor like he goes to the psychiatrist's office or whatever the, the hospital or the doctor's office yeah and he's like you know i asked bianca to marry me the doctor like just assuming he's like oh congratulations like that's so wonderful and then he's like oh she said no and yes. then she's like, "Oh, oh, I feel sorry." Then she's like, "Wait a minute, like what?" I, I, I. She's, I think, she sort of like forgot what. It was for a second.
1: No, it's just like a. It's a big moment because everything that he's doing is through her, right? So if he says like, "Oh, she said no to marrying me," that means that he knows that he can't marry the doll because he can mm-hmm. make it do whatever he wants, right? So yeah. yeah, so he's like, "No, I don't know."
0: But then I think that there was a. Uh, I think there was a very Ryan Gosling moment where he like raises, the, he pumps his fist at the sky, and he's just like, "Yeah, I know, I couldn't believe it." And he's just like, "It's just like a little <laughs> acting thing." That I feel like you know, I've been Shanghai like just <laughs> yeah. that whole like. I can't can't believe the world is against me kind of moment. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's growth. It's a, a wrench, an interesting development. And then that's when, you know, we, we mentioned earlier, he has the conversation with Gus about, like, how do you know when you were a man? But then we have what might be the, one of the sweetest things in the movie. And this is something that Ryan Gosling improvised when he goes to work. And he's sort of like, this is a point where, like, it starts to feel like his future is not with Bianca, right? Like, yes, you know, she's not going to marry him. He's sort of he's still not maybe what he was, but he's more social. He's more developed. He's more in touch with his emotions, mm-hmm. and we go to work, and we find out that Margot, the guy that Margot had been dating, the coworker, she broke up with him because like it didn't feel like he, she wasn't having fun. She didn't understand it or whatever. Yeah, she said she wanted somebody more interesting. He's not interesting. There's no, there's no one more interesting than someone who's dating a real doll. Gosling's pervy coworker and Margot have been having this like prank war where she yes. steals his action figures, and then he's been threatening this teddy bear. And so his pervy co-worker ties a noose and puts it around the teddy bear's neck, and, like, it's very clearly devastating to Margo. Like, you know, everybody has the things that get them through the day. Like, you know, his pervy co-worker has porn and these action figures, and Margo yeah. has her teddy bear. And this movie, you know, makes everything seem real and genuine, and, like, don't... Like, basically, don't throw shit at anybody who, like... Anything that gets you through, like, this terrible world is not that bad, as long as they're not, like, hurting other people. Yeah. They sit down in the break room, and then Gosling improvised that he perform CPR on the bear and like it's so cute it's so it is. sweet
1: it is because he's like giving her that's kind of her real doll then right like he's yeah. like I'm gonna treat this as if this is real because it means something to you and it's like a reciprocal to be like I appreciate you pretending that Bianca's real, is how I read it.
0: You know, in a way that, like, people doing things to Bianca are sort of giving life to Gosling, I feel like, in a a way, in a a very, maybe too deep reading, he's kind of bringing life back to Margot. Like, she's in this sort of dark place that we don't really see. But, you know, she just broke up with her boyfriend. It seems like, again, not to to judge people, but it seems like she probably hasn't had a ton of relationships. And, you know, she's probably in a dark place. And then he brings new life to her by saying, like, oh, like, you know, it's going to be okay. Like, we can get through this together. Yeah. Exactly, but that might be the most boyfriend with moment because like I there's, think a so of, there's a lot of there's a lot of sweet things he does with Bianca, but to to an actual person like that's a you know a really nice thing.
1: Then she's like, "Hey, do you want to hang out with me?"
0: Well, she asked like if, if he and Bianca want to hang out with her.
1: Yes, he said we should all hang out together. And this is where like we really see Goss turn. He goes, "Well, she has this. She's on, she's on the school board, which is incredible. That, is she that was, like she was she
0: was voted into the school board." <laughs> Which that
1: makes that just in the world of Betsy DeVos, <laughs> Bianca being on the school board was such a good joke for me. That was like one of the moments that I really laughed out loud because I was like, Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, she, she should be on the board of education for sure.
0: I like, wonder, you know, and this is again not this movie at all, but I wonder if there's somebody who like voted her, like, you know, a fellow board member was just like, I'm the Bianca whisperer, and like, I'm gonna get a second vote if she like, I can be like, <laughs> Oh no, though Bianca agrees with me, like, we you know she wants to vote with me, and like, like I wonder <laughs> yeah. if there's the kind of like manipulation. There or whatever, but you know that, that was wonderful. But it also feels like when he says that to her, when he says it to um to Margo, Margo he's just yeah. like we can't because she's got this thing. It seems like he's kind of like you know reverting back into his shell. But but, he's like, well, but I could but I could go.
1: Yeah, he's like but but after it's over, like I could drop her off and and I could go. Yeah, and then it's like that's the first glimmer we get that he wants to be like a person on his own.
0: And then we had the moment where like it was the closest to me being like, oh god, this is going to break bad because they go to the bowling alley and they have. A really nice, really sweet time. I thought it time. was gonna
1: be too I, th- I was so nervous. I thought this was gonna be the. Yep, I'm right with you.
0: We see uh, Gus's, you know, his brother's co-workers, his coworkers are there.
1: who were kind of making fun of him. Like they were making fun of the brother about it when we saw them last. Yes. So.
0: In retrospect, it's not like they're making. They're not like being like assholes. They're just like I. They're basically being like you know what you were saying. Like I can't not make jokes about this. They show up and like you know the bowling alley is full and they're like, wait, there's Lars. Like let's go chill with him. And, and I, was like, like, I was like, oh, like, oh god, no. I thought
1: they were gonna. I thought they were gonna show up drunk and like beat him up or something
0: or just like you know like be the ones who like vocalize like oh you know she's not real what are you kind of some like you know retard idiot or you know what i mean just like like yeah. small town blue collar stereotypical yes. just like
1: assholes to him i thought that they were gonna do that or they're gonna be like where's your fake girlfriend at you have a real girlfriend they no. just like, have anything.
0: the best night and it's like no! what like it is what cool. if- yeah, they... What is this movie?
1: Yeah, dude. Best small town ever. They're just like, yeah, dude, cool. Like, let's hang out. And they just, like, drink beer and, like, bowl. And Gosling realizes that he's not the only bad one at bowling because they <laughs> suck too. And it's just like a very communal thing. And he's like, wow, this is awesome. And you see like Gosling like smile and high five people. And yeah, I was like, what the fuck?
0: Even when the music cue kicks in, like it's like this upbeat, you know, happy music. I was like, I'm still, I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, you know, this Same. is going to break bad. And I'm like, oh, it didn't. I also do love that Gosling is using a bright pink 14 pound bowling ball. It's just like this, like very like specific choice. Like this is my bowling ball. Yeah, it's the one you like, man. Got to pick the one you like. He gives Margot a handshake goodbye, but he also comes clean. You know, I think, like, like Margot's sort of curious and rightfully so, like, so, uh, what's going on with you and Bianca? And he kind of reads it as, like, a, oh, I'm still in a relationship with her, and a man doesn't cheat on his woman. And she's like, yes. oh, no, like, that's not what I'm asking. Like, you know, there's, there's a guy out there for me. Like, I know that, you know, I don't want to steal another man. Yeah, she's like, I'm not, man.
1: A, I'm not a, I'm not a homewrecker. Right, right. I wouldn't, I would steal, steal another woman's man.
0: (laughs) Not not quite a mixed boy for material moment, but it's kind of like a, uh, you know, he's being very loyal and sweet to to Bianca, but also in his mind, you know, if if he has really gone on this, you know, emotional growth, he's sort of rebuffing in a sense, and maybe, you know, not like permanently off-putting. But you know this this real woman, right? Where yeah. he's again choosing the doll over the woman. So like it's this sort of like, oh, like if you really wanted to grow here, you would know like, oh yeah, like you know maybe maybe we try this again or something. You know what I mean? But it feels no, like but he's, he's, but he's, he's not ready but he's, for it yet.
1: No, but he's selling he's selling his honor to her.
0: And like, he I a think man that he's who will fight no,
1: for her honor. Exactly. No, I'm saying that he. If you look at it through my perspective again, that it's all conduit for him. Yep. He's showing first of all he can't get rejected. If he, sa- if he comes out first and says, I won't cheat on Bianca. Right. Like, he can't say, I like you. He's kind of feeling her out, right? And two, he's saying, like, no, I would never cheat on my woman. A man doesn't do that. And stuff like that is also showing her that he's a good guy. Trying to get her reaction from that, too. That's why I think, I don't think that he, I think that he's so, he's smart in this movie. And he's he's doing, like, simple things to just feel people out, as opposed to him
0: being, like, Delusional and believing that this is real. As we continue to discuss, I think that's more and more plausible. And then we have, you know, it's it's not quite, I don't think, as good as the scream and all goss things, but we have what might be on the Mount Rushmore of Gosling screams, where he finds Bianca is like non-responsive in the morning, and he's like, "Oh my god!" screaming I at her to wake up. Brother and sister like in a panic, like, "What is happening?" <laughs> and, his, and his sister, his sister goes
1: call nine one one, and the brother's like, "Nine one one?" like nine one one, and
0: she's like, "Well, I don't." know what else to do like but then the ambulance shows up and they bring to the hospital they're like get that one doctor like get get the one doctor that we know yeah and you know things again things just sort of work out in this town you know what i mean like
1: yeah i mean it's a small town so they find the doctor and then they're
0: like bianca's doing really bad and the sister's like no she's not like she's fine <laughs> and, and it seems like, like <laughs> at this point like you know the sister is more not more invested in bianca but like oh like i can't gosling is sort of starting to see life without bianca yes it he feels is. like Maybe because, and we don't we don't know much about the the pregnancy at all, or whatever. But it feels like maybe you know, as this uncertainty in her life is about to come in, like with the baby. Yeah. I think she's like I can't imagine a world without Bianca. I don't want to want to ma- imagine. Well, because it, to her, losing Bianca means losing him. Yes, because she's like, oh,
1: if like if we kill off Bianca, she's thinking he might go back to being like a hermit in the garage, and she likes that
0: he's like come out, like you know, has been a real person lately. As as much as I like that she is sort of almost from the jump, like immediately like accepting and like being like this is a good thing. I love the 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 growth that Gus goes through, that the brother goes through, because like yeah. He is. He could not be, like, it feels like of all the, if, if we were ranking, power ranking of the town, how accepting they are. Like, he is definitely in the bottom, like, 10%. Like, he is just yeah, not. Yeah, he's not on board at the beginning at all. Not and maybe, close. you know, maybe it's seen something like this before with his brother. I don't know. But it's just, like, by the end of the movie, you know, he's still not fully, fully on board. But, like, he's, comes a long way to, toward, you know, accepting both Bianca and also like what this actually means for his brother.
1: Yes, exactly. Because you you see the you see this the subcosms of like what's happening that like his brother like comes and talks to them and hangs out and wants yeah. to, like bullshit like it's awesome. So th- I, the my thing was the sister was so confused why Bianca was like so sick, right? I and mean, then she goes to the doctor and she's like, "Why did you do this?" And the doctor's like, "I'm not making any of these decisions. Like he's the one who told me that Bianca was really sick. Like he found her like." not breathing so like he's trying to kill off Bianca not me and like I I can't believe how that was like a surprise to the sister but I like that Goss like instantly was like oh I might have a connection with this girl at work who I've been avoiding forever and then it's like Bianca gotta go man (laughs) it just like kills her off it was awesome it was very well played he's like I would never cheat on my girlfriend she's like I know and he's like okay but if she dies (laughs) yeah that's fine.
0: The town responds so, so sweetly, so well. Like, they, they send, like, an yes. entire porch full of, like, flowers and cards and food and get well soon, and then... And the ladies come to
1: sit, and the ladies come to sit. That was, like, the, one of the cutest parts of the movie for me, that they're all just, like, knitting in his in his living room, and they had sent the, the, couple, the brother and sister to go yeah. to the movies, and they're like, he's like, what are you guys doing here? And they're like, it's a time of need.
0: Like we came for you just to sit. When it's, when it's a tragedy, you know that's what we do. We sit. They just wanted to eat. Like I feel like that's a, a kind of a break for everybody. Like it's they're they're there for Gosling, but they're also like I can't imagine what you know the brother and sister are going through. Like we need to get them out of the house because like it's bad enough. Like in a real tragedy, like we're like I just they need to get their mind off things, right? But it's also like this is not quite a tragedy. Yeah. But we need that. We need to treat it like it is. And so we just need them to, like, not deal with this for a couple hours.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's a very sweet thing. That's a very caring move for everyone. I agree. But, yeah, they just feed him. And him sitting there like a little boy with just, like, the plate. And they're like, what? he's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, just eat. Yeah, it was great. That was one of my favorite scenes of the movie. And then Bianca
0: there. dies. Yeah, then she... <laughs>
1: Then she goes, man.
0: The doll had nine different faces in this movie that went from being like the heavily made up, you know, like sex doll face to like a more yeah. natural, like we see at one point like Emily Mortimer wiping makeup, like wipe, wiping lipstick off Bianca's face and like making her more natural, more real, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then as the movie actually gets sicker and sicker, they become like a little bit more green, like tinged with green. So there's <laughs> yeah. N- nine different faces that they cycle through in this movie. I wonder if they had to buy nine sex dolls or you can just replace the faces. I would imagine you could probably replace the faces. I don't know, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. That's what I'm saying. Where'd the budget go for this movie? Oh, well, you know, we paid Gosling, you know, a couple million dollars, and we paid everybody else their salaries, and we pe- we spent, like, 50 grand on sex dolls, and... <laughs> maybe maybe they did the, the, the Fast and the Furious thing, where they had, like, the hero
1: one doll, and then they just, like, <laughs> then they had, like, a bunch of, like, Barbies that they just took really good close-ups of for the rest of it, you know? You haven't been watching those movies, but... <laughs> The guy who like sourced all the cars for the first fast and the furious is he like talks about how like they had like one real car, right And that's like they rented it from someone. and then they just made like a bunch of copies of it for like stunts and stuff like that. So I'm imagining that there's like one real doll and then just like a bunch of like, <laughs>
0: you know, Plasti Dip Barbies or something weird. Maybe. When they're giving Bianca a bath, like, we just see, like, Bianca's, like, butt sticking out of the water and, like, I don't know if you're gonna, like, put the, the real... I, I'm sure that they're made for that, like, they're, they're, they are they can withstand anything, but it's also, like, I don't know if, like, basically the star of our movie, if we should put her in water just on the, on the off chance that, like, it doesn't work right. But you could just buy
1: another one. I think it's the best thing ever. It's like if they fucked it up, they'd just
0: be like, "Oh shit, we have to get a new Bianca." God damn it. But then you have know, like delay shooting. Like you gotta get custom made. It. I don't. I don't know. There's. There's probably a lot. I don't think. I, don't I think that, that was an off-the-shelf one. I mean, like I said, they they ordered it without genitalia. Like unless there's those off-the-shelf. I
1: don't know. I think so. I think you can. I think you can just like. I think that they have some that are just pre boxed, just ready to go.
0: At the or right before she dies, they go to the lake and he yeah. like silently sobs and kisses, basically kisses her goodbye. Um and I wanted to find that image. Like, you know, I I found like the the, the episode art for this is the the terrific production stills. So like basically like they look like they went to like Kmart Sears. in the eighties, right? And Sears, and, like, took, like, these, you know, couple's portraits, uh, which are just incredible. But I really wanted to find that, the picture, and I couldn't find that on Google, of him, like, just, like, their their faces filling the frame, and him just, like, silently sobbing and kissing her goodbye. Does he drown her? It looks, like, actually... it looks like he does. I think, yeah, I think she gets sick, and then he, like, finds her in the water, right? Like, we cut to the brother and sister, like, across the lake, and they look over, they're like, oh, no, something's going on. And they race over there, then we go to the funeral. So I don't know exactly what happened, but it, it, it didn't seem like either... You know, like, she drowned herself, or she just died in the water, or he killed her, but I don't know. But, it, like, that, it feels like if he killed her, it's too much too soon, kind of? Yeah,
1: um, I wonder if the town police would have arrested him if he killed her. Like, how how far are we playing into this?
0: Into this. So now you have to find a judge who's, like, willing to, like, sentence him to prison, and they have to have prison inmates who, like, treat him like a real, like, like be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, he murdered his girlfriend, but she's a doll, Same. so like, to keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. And then
0: you got to find a parole officer who like goes along with it too. Like this guy's (laughs) lived the hard life, man. And then you have to find like a a job, like a a business, small business owner. And that's where you can bring him back in the town. Like you know, the the woman who gave Bianca a job can now give Gosling a job too. But like, yeah, he like works at the hardware stores. Where does it end? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to figure out here. Because imagine
1: if he was like, "What, "What do you mean? I murdered her? How am I not in trouble?" You're like,
0: God damn it. They say thank you to the doctor. Gosling says to Margaret at the end before you know they go for a walk, she asked me not to be sad, but I can't help it. I'll get better with time. That's what everybody keeps saying. So he feels like he's saying the right things. Like he's saying like the, the funeral platitudes, not because yeah. he knows them, but like, because people are like, oh no, like you'll be okay. Like he's just sort of like echoing, like I'm going to be okay because people say I'm going to be okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, it works. It happens, yeah. Well, that's the movie. It was a good, it was a good movie. I like that one a lot.
0: Again, not that all Ghost Things was bad, but it was worse than the other movies. And I feel like the last two that we've done, because you know, since we started recording these again more recently, like we had the one that was okay, and we had like two really great ones in a row. Um, yeah, and I feel like we're just sort of like on a little bit of a tear right here. Uh, I agree. Yeah, we're on yeah. a good run. And else also about the movie before we go on to the games and stuff that we, uh, you know, that you want to talk about that we didn't cover. I think we covered everything. We did a good job. Well, Joe, let us find out then. What Ryan Gosling had in his hands, hey Gos, what's in your hands? oh, Bianca, of course,
1: bianca, bowling ball,
0: bowling ball, he's got a toys in church, toys in church, a phone, he definitely uses a phone, oh, oh yeah, when when Emily Mortimer calls him and he's so like tender, sweet, oh, what. <laughs> One of the things I wrote down that I forgot about this is that um, after church at the very beginning, this old lady gives him a flower. It might be the old lady who, like, is there to yeah, sort of it is. walk, and he gives, she gives him a flower. Margot comes up to him and says hi, and he, like, violently whips the flower away and runs away. You know, I don't I don't want to make fun of him for, like, not knowing how to, like, deal with the world. Just the way that he reacts was just so funny that, like, he's just like, oh, I can't, like, I don't know if it's like, you know, I'm cheating on, like, not that I'm cheating on this girl because, like, we're not in a relationship, but, like, I can't, like, I'm, I'm caught cut between two women, like just doesn't know how to react. (laughs) And like, so like the flower in his hands, but like he just whips it away and then runs away. And it's like, oh man, like, it's okay. It's okay, buddy. Yeah, I agree. Um, In that montage, there's the uh, the toothbrush and the comb and the, the nice sweater.
1: That's true. The steering wheel. He drives a lot.
0: Sure. You know, is this? Do you think this is a prequel Wheelchair. to the movie Drive?
1: Yeah, ex- It is. He's in love with the with the real doll, and then becomes a stunt driver. Well,
0: a real hero and a real human being. I mean,
1: ah, oh, that's true. This is yeah. a prequel
0: to Drive. Maybe, yeah. He doesn't play any instruments in this. This is not quite. But I mean, what again? What this was sort of inspired by the uh, like what instruments has he been playing? But he does sing to her, which is you know we talked about that before. But he doesn't play any instruments. Yeah. But he does sing to her, and he doesn't have to sing goofy like he does in Blue Valentine. Like he sings sort of sweetly. I agree. Yeah. What else is in his hands? Oh, he's got a hymnal at one point when they're when they're singing in church
1: yeah I think that's it man that's all I had
0: oh the other thing I wrote down was um, at one point when they are I think it's right after she rejects his marriage proposal and they go out to the woods and they're like sitting by a lake or something he pulls up like a he pulls out a, a, a blade of grass and does like that duck whistle with it oh yeah yeah I loved doing that as a kid I it's never like could. I never. Nobody really? ever taught me. I just sort of like tried to. I tried to learn on my own. I could not pre-internet. Did not know how to do it. Next time, next time I'm around, I can teach you how to do okay. it. Okay. I think that's everything that I got in his hands. I think that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good run through.
1: Yeah, I think that was
0: it. Lars and the Real Girl trailer. This one, Joe. Just, I mean, keep this in mind for the Letterbox game. I don't want to bias you but this has over a million views on youtube okay so if you search Largely the real girl trailer official trailer number one ryan gosling movie 2007 posted by movie clips classic trailers we use movie clips a lot huh yeah i think they're just the ones who like archived like sort of not like youtube was obviously around but i feel like before or maybe like things got taken down like i feel like they're sort of the preservers of promotional materials from the past
1: yeah maybe let me see i'm loading this guy up i should
0: be good all right three two one play it Metro Golden Mayor. Mm.
1: Are you gay? No. Give this to Did he say, "Are
0: you gay"? Yeah. She's like, because oh, remember, she's like, my grandson's gay. I know all about it. It's totally fine. Huh? Oh. Here we oh, go. Oh, those are very seen... early. Yeah. With <laughs> the flowers, the flowers. Loading the cereal. Yeah, loading the cereal. He <laughs> oh, we haven't talked about his like wonderful mustache or his like you know long flowing hair in this movie. <laughs> it's so bad. Where did you meet love this it. person? I met her on the internet. Yeah, well, I yeah, met her on the internet. Yeah. There you go. Lots of people are dating Even on the internet. Even 12 years ago, I guess, you know, everybody was doing that now. And here we are 30 seconds of the trailer and Bianca shows up. Yeah. Yep.
1: Bianca's because um a missionary. <laughs>
0: I would love to have been in this room, brother. I wonder if
1: Gosling was played it real serious or he was like laughing. If I may, he appears to have a delusion. What the hell is oh, he he reads to her. Delusion?
0: It's she in the de- loves kids. She loves kids. Yeah.
1: Fantastic. When will it be over? When he doesn't need it any.
0: I feel like this trailer also, you know, it's kind of like—is this a comedy or not? It's kind of like the indie quirky comedy where it's like you know, it's, you know, you're gonna cry but you're also gonna laugh a little bit.
1: Go along with it.
0: Exactly. This must be Bianca. Well, welcome.
1: Brings her to the party. Oh yeah, they we shake hands. He can some touch more. her finally. Are he's been decompensating for some time. Toothbrush in his hand. I love Bianca falling over when she
0: goes to bed for the first time. What's
1: the big yeah. deal? She's a missionary. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> she's a... Yeah, she's a missionary. Maybe we could all go
0: out. Oh, the bowling dance. I forgot about the bowling dance. She's cute. She's yeah, cute. she is. We also, we didn't talk about how Gosling's first throw, I mean, you said he wasn't good at bowling, but, like, his first throw is, uh, he, he throws the gutter ball in the next lane over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, also, I loved him saying that Bianca, like, uh, you should see me chop wood, I'm really good at it.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> I missed that. He says it to Bianca, he goes, mm-hmm. you should see me chop wood, you know? I'm really good at I don't it. I know what that you were a man. Yeah, how did you know you were a man? You know, Here he's talking with his to brother. Right. Not what's right, this trailer essentially is the movie. Like, this is, mean, is not... Yeah, this when is pretty ruining. I did like his answer to that, though. He's like, okay. it's when you do good because you have to, not because you want to or something.
0: Or, no, is it the other way around? Because you want to, not because you have to?
1: No, it was more of, like, that you take the responsibilities. Okay. Like, yeah, he was like, when you do the best thing possible, not because it's... Easy, but because you know you have to. Yeah, it was it was along those lines. Gotcha.
0: So uh, we're gonna go to Google Game, which is where you try to get the auto And I was doing last night. You know, Lars and the Real Girl. Uh, I was saying that they found like uh, in German, it's like uh, Lars, Lars and the Girl uh, and the, the, the and the woman. And then in uh, in Spanish, it's Lars and the Girl of Truth, um, something like that. So so Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Lars and the Real Girl. Doll. Nope. Lars and the Real Girl. Mustache. Ryan Gosling. No, it's just, the only thing is interview and singing. there's nothing. Oh, lame. We had such good ones after Blue Valentine, and this I one, know. just, you know, Jeez. unfortunately. All right, Joe, we're going to go to Letterboxd. For reference sake, Mad Max Fury Road has been seen by 372,000 people. Okay? Yeah. Lars and the Real Girl, 2007, directed by Craig Gillespie. Who else did this guy direct? Oh, he did the which just came out. Okay. Um, he also did that Fright Night remake, and he did that Million Dollar Arm movie where John Hamm is that guy from the Pirates organization who goes to India to find the cricket players. Do you remember? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, is Emma Stone playing Cruella DeVille? Oh, boy. This guy's directing that. Here's a picture of her.
1: Oh, she looks good.
0: Directed by Craig Gillespie, Ryan Gosling, Emily Mortimer, Paul Schneider, and Kelly Garner. Average score, 3.7, so very high. I'm going to guess. How many people have seen Lars and the Real Girl?
1: 15,750. Higher. Really? I thought that was a really high guess. Twenty-seven thousand three hundred fifty. I
0: feel like you're not compensating enough for the the way that Letterbox loves Gosling. Higher. I. I uh,
1: Forty-seven. Higher. Fifty-eight. 56, 5, 4, 2. Yeah, I, I apparently don't, I, I completely underestimate, because, like, this is a movie that I don't think that, like, anyone I know has seen, you know what I mean?
0: But again, you're not friends with, like, high school girls who, like, like to cry on Letterboxd.
1: Apparently not, yeah.
0: Because you used to be, like, Kobe, like, you used to be, like, incredible at this, and then the last couple with Gosling, you have just, I think maybe, I'm going to chop most of it up just to the fact that, like, we don't do this for Too Fast Too Forever, so you're kind of out of the game yeah. a little bit there. But uh, you know this and Blue Valentine, like not even in the ballpark, really. Not not yeah. not not throwing shade at you because you know it's you're okay. you're still no way worries. better at this than I am. But Gosling immensely popular on Letterboxd. Yeah. So there's 56,000 people, average score of 3.7. How many have this in their top four? Hundred. Higher. Really, two fifty. One. Ninety. Jeez, that's a lot. Okay, we can get this. um, No, I don't know if actually we can get this. Hold on, I'm trying to find an account now with it in their top four that we can get everyone, or you can guess all four or a lot of them at least. Okay, we're gonna try this one. We're gonna see. uh, So, cat at Halpert's on Letterboxd. Okay. Five stars. I don't know where to put here other than I trust Ryan Gosling with my whole life and Lars deserves the world. Side note, I feel like five stars is a very high rating for this, but also anything less would have been Daylight Robbery. Okay. okay. And then I love this movie with my whole heart. Sad face was her second review. So she's from the UK. She's old fashioned on Twitter. Oh, that doesn't exist anymore. Lars and the Real Girl is her number one favorite film. Recently, she saw Toy Story 4, Spider-Man Far From Home, Harry Potter and the Chamber Secrets, and Booksmart, all of which she gave four stars to. Cool. So, her top four, there's another Gosling movie that we've talked about in this episode.
1: Not La La Land. Nope. Blue Valentine? Nope. Another Gosling movie we talked about. What was I
0: joking about? Yeah, you Drive. Yep, number three. Okay. Um, number two is uh, in the same universe as the most popular movies that we ever play in this game, but it's not one that's too common. It's a newer one. I don't know if... Is this... you, you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, I'm guessing you're going to go like Ant-Man and the Wasp or something.
0: No, but you're you're right there. You're close.
1: Captain Marvel. Uh, Nope. Not the new Spider-Man. Nope. Thor Ragnarok.
0: There you go. Number two. That's a great movie, by the way. And then number four, the only one that you haven't guessed yet, you know this movie. I, I, I would guess you've seen this movie, though. I don't know if we've ever talked about it. Think about the type of movie that this is, like this like indie darling, this you know, indie art house. What's a movie, a very famous movie, like maybe one of the first in the 2000s that really sort of got like real widespread acclaim that's similar, not like in plot, but like the sort of the type of movie that this is. Donnie Darko. No, more recent than that. And I don't know if this is gonna be a movie that's like on your brain or not. I don't know.
1: You got to give me some more than that.
0: Um, it came out in 2006. It stars Abigail Breslin. Oh, I don't know who that is. It stars Tony Collette, who uh, is the Mom and Hereditary. Steve Carell, Paul Dano, Greg Kinnear, Alan Steph- Arkin, Brian Cranston.
1: I don't know. What's the movie?
0: Little Miss Sunshine. Ah, uh,
1: okay. Like, I feel
0: like yeah. that was right in that window where people were it like, is. oh, indie movies are like good now. Yeah. Like, they can be yeah. fun. Like, we're going to cry, but they can be fun. Yeah, exactly. All right. Fire-ass title. So if we are turning Lars and the Real Girl into the most basic high school musical version of what this this movie could be called, we got Gaz and the Real Girl.
1: Gaz and the Real Girl, for sure.
0: And Lars and the Real Gaz. I
1: just want to go based on the the old HBO semi-porn show, Real Sex.
0: Oh, that was very formative in my my youth. Just Real Doll. Real Doll. Mail Order Bride. Or just Mail Order. Yeah. Uh, You could just do Lars and the Woman. Or Lars, Lars in the and the catalog. Girl of Truth?
1: Lars and the Girl of Truth, yeah, that's true. The Town. Not the Ben Affleck movie. Exactly. The Doctor.
0: Okay. Therapy.
1: Opening Up.
0: Mmm, I like that one. That feels like, you know, a lot, a, lot, a lot of the titles that we do for this game like would never be a movie title, but I feel like that would be a movie title.
1: Well, I don't think you can have a movie called Opening Up about a sex doll,
0: though. That would also, I was thinking, would be the exact name of the uh, porn parody, too. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: In the porn parody, is the doll a doll, or is it a real girl? Because I would imagine
0: it's a porn star. I would imagine it's a porn star acting like a doll. I agree. That's what I would think, too. Yeah. And maybe she gains sentience. Yeah, maybe. Or what if in the porn parody, like, it's just uh, the doll, the guy's a doll? Oh, what if they're both dolls in the porn parody? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's like a puppet show? <laughs>
1: yeah, Exactly.
0: Like, you have porn stars, like, in, like, all black, like, like you know, beautifully, like, toned bodies but just like in like a, in a green man suit but all black like you just see like you know the curves and the muscles and everything and they're just like manipulating the dolls behind the scenes
1: yeah that's what i'm imagining
0: what else could this be called uh life with bianca or just bianca
1: bianca was a great name the missionary
0: oh just or just yeah i think missionary is like just because the position missionary but also, exactly yeah that's what i was getting to. i think i think we have to end there because that's uh il boche chef's right. kiss let us pick. what What's your What's your pick for the most boyfriend material moment in this movie?
1: I think when he says he would never cheat on Bianca. Okay. For me. Because I think that that's the most boyfriend material thing he could do. He's talking to another girl. He's like, I can't do it. I won't cheat on my woman.
0: I, you know, I'm going to just go with, we talked about it earlier. I'm going to go with the, uh, the date in the woods where he... Piggyback carries her her out there and then sings to her like, you know, it's just like, it's kind of a perfect afternoon. It is. Also, that that reminds me now, and I can't believe that I haven't mentioned it in the first, you know, hour or whatever of this podcast, but there was that movie that came out a couple years ago, Swiss Army Man with Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe, where Daniel Radcliffe plays a corpse, like a lifeless body, and it's sort of in a way like this where he just, you know, they're out in the wilderness and he bonds with this guy, right? Like he's dealing with emotional grief and he sort of finds like salvation, through Daniel Radcliffe. Have you seen that movie or no? No, I haven't. I, I think you would love it. Okay. I think. Maybe not, but I think so. But it just reminds me of that. So, I can't
1: unsee Harry Potter from him, so I'm kind of locked in that.
0: I get it, but no. it's he's, he's so good in other things. Least boyfriend material moment. I feel like... He's kind of on brand here for most of it. Like he's not really. I think when he kills Bianca to,
1: <laughs> to date the other girl is that's pretty like Lee's boyfriendy. That's True. like that's that's nearly a fucking Robert Durst moment. He's like, I won't cheat. <laughs> I won't cheat
0: on my girlfriend. So he just kills her off, in the next day, what did I do? Kill all the dolls, of course.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm just gonna go with you know, just because to have a different answer, I'll go with him yelling at her for standing him up playing Scrabble. Yeah, he's rightfully angry that she wasn't there, but at the same time. Let her live her own life, man. Exactly. I agree. So now, Joe, when we recorded the last episode, you guessed the most and least boyfriend material moments. So you knew, after we were done, that it was about a sex doll, but you did not know this before going in. So here's what you said. No. Got most boyfriend material moment. The movie's about a relationship between a man and a sex robot. He's in love with it. So I'm going to give you three quarters of a point. Not a robot, but also, because I said after the fact, like, what else could Lars and the real girl possibly be about? But I'll still give I had you no idea. Almost a yeah. full point. Uh, the most boyfriend material moment or thing he does is he's so worried about people not accepting his relationship with it. She's super futuristic. It's kind of like Blade Runner. He takes her to dinner one time. Everyone's staring. because says, he doesn't care. I love you. He takes her out of the house. Again, not perfectly right, but a lot of that is right. I'll give you, I'll yeah. give you like a, say, say two points in total for that. Not bad. Okay, okay. Least boyfriend material moment, I'm also willing to give you the points there because Zero points here. They get into a fight once he takes out her battery and has sex with her without the battery. I,
1: yeah, we don't think he ever fucks. To be also,
0: she's so. not battery powered, but... Uh, True. I also do like, you know, and she's like this super futuristic ro- sex robot in your idea, but she's still battery powered. What, what, what is she going to be nuclear powered? Well, solar powered, I don't know. Okay. So that Joe, the next movie that we're doing, that we're talking about next week, is Fracture which I told you, and I I don't remember exactly what it is, um, but I know that's a lawyer movie, and I don't remember if he's a lawyer or Anthony Hopkins is a lawyer or whatever, but it's him and Anthony Hopkins, and it's a lawyer movie of some kind, and also, in case this helps, my dad loves this movie. Yes. So what do you think the movie called Fracture is about? What are the most and least... Boyfriend material moments. I know you said it's about lawyers, but this movie is definitely about fracking.
1: They're coal miners. Ryan Gosling and Anthony Hopkins get trapped in a mine. Okay. Ryan Gosling figures out Anthony Hopkins is gay, but he's never admitted it to anybody else. He's, he was married. He had kids. He just he just comes out to Ryan Gosling because they're trapped in his mine. Okay. In the most boyfriend material moment, Ryan Gosling just sucks Anthony Hopkins' dick because he's like, I know that you've never experienced this before. And even though Ryan Gosling's straight, he does it.
0: Okay. The least
1: Boy Girl moment. They get out of the cave, and Anthony Hopkins like, thank you for helping me experience that. And Ryan Gosling goes, ha! And just laughs at him and walks away. That's a And bummer. then makes out with a girl right in front of him. Okay. And, like, winks at him while he's making out with her.
0: That's a, that's a sad movie.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the, it's based about the coal miners, but then also they're really... It's like Brokeback Mountain in a coal
0: mine or something. Okay. That makes sense. I mean... Absolutely right. I, I can't believe that you saw through my ruse. It's not actually about lawyers at all. It's actually about fracking, exactly, and homoeroticism hundred yards under the, under, under the earth or whatever.
1: Exactly, that's what it's about.
0: You're just, you're just, you're just too smart, Joe. You're too good at seeing. <laughs> you're too good at seeing through the bullshit. I know you're trying to it.
1: throw me for a loop. There's probably a lawyer in there somewhere that like needs to like figure out if they get sued because they're in the mine trapped or something.
0: But- yeah. As you're listening to this, or as, at least as we're recording this, about a month before you listen to it, Fracture is on Netflix. Lars and the Real Girl is on Amazon. So if you want to watch either of those and you have those accounts, you can do that for free. They're there. I don't know if Hef Nelson, I don't know if the ones beyond that are as available but yeah lars and the real girl both blue valentine a fracture on netflix and lars and the real girl on amazon prime so if you want to watch along with us or just watch the movie you can do that basically for free like I, it's not really for free but it's for free so we've got one more thing to do for lars and the real girl we have to nominate it for some awards okay best film i'm gonna say yes for now i mean that might be, it might be one of the first uh, ones to cut stretch. for now
1: yeah but I'll, uh, you can I'll allow it
0: best gosling role yes or no
1: yeah, I like his creepy mustache. I do think this is probably one of the hardest roles he had to play so far.
0: I, was, I almost asked what's his name, but it's, you know, Lars. it's Lars. Most Boyfriend Material Caliber role, I'm going to say yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think so. Uh,
0: most Fun Film, I'll say yes. Fair. Because it's, it's unlike anything in this. Uh, best Song, do you want to nominate the, uh, the Frank Sinatra L-O-V-E? No. Best Soundtrack Score, no. Cinematography, no. Costumes... Costumes, maybe uh, it's not really for Gosling, but it's, it's kind of for, for Bianca. Is it by person or is it just by movie? We have it by movie, but you also, when we did All Good Things, All Goss Things, you said uh, specifically him as a woman. So I'll put in here uh, Bianca. Okay. Um, that works. Best hair? No. Worst hair? <sighs> Maybe,
1: yeah. What about Bianca's hair? Can Bianca have best
0: hair? We have best Ryan Gosling hair, so unfortunately she is ineligible for the category. Damn. Best love story? I'm going to say, yeah, Lars and Bianca. Fair. Best scream? When she dies, when, when she gets sick, right? That's a good one. Yeah, I'll take it. Best cry at Bianca's funeral. <laughs> this is just going to run away
1: with a bunch of rewards, huh?
0: I don't know if, gonna, I don't know if it's going to win anything, but it's going to be nominated for a bunch. Uh, best punch in the face. I don't think he gets punched in the face in this movie. I think everybody's just too kind, right? Yeah. Best instrument played, no. Job of, of a cubicle guy, no. Best dancing scenes. There's a couple dancing scenes. There's the one where he's slow dancing by himself as the receptionist's husband is dancing with Bianca in the wheelchair. But I also do like, and we don't, I don't think we talked about this yet, there's a scene where Emily Mortimer is looking out her window into the window of the garage. And they're dancing. And he's like silently slow dancing with her. Yeah, but I mean, that's... All right, I'll, I'll leave it off. Yeah. <laughs> Last category, best or uh, best non-Gods role, male or female? Bianca. The real doll as Bianca?
1: Yes, for sure.
0: All right, All right Joe, so we have uh, ten nominees for now, at least. Best film, best role, most boyfriend material caliber role, most fun film, best costumes... For Bianca. Worst hair, best love story, best scream, best cry, best non role female for Bianca. I love it. Perfect. Any other thoughts about Lars and the real girl, the the, the the girl of truth? Or do you want to just come back next week for Fracture?
1: Come back next week for Fracture. I think we covered all that we could talk about with Lars. Cool.
0: Well, so this is now a weekly podcast as we burn through the rest of these. But go check out our Too Fast, Too Forever podcast, which will be our forever home every other Tuesday. We'll put out a new movie, or new new episode about the Fast and Furious movies. Again, not really about those movies, just more about like this kind of nonsense framed within that world. Also check out our Zach Efron podcast, Zach Attack, and our Shannon Tatum podcast, Magic Mike, Find all 25 of our network shows at cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub or at cageclubpod on Twitter and Instagram. Email boyfriendmaterial at cageclub.me and come back next week for Fracture. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And we'll see you next episode right here on Boyfriend Material. As for
1: the way you look at me oh, He is very, very extraordinary, he is even more than It's more than just a
0: game for two. Two in love can make it.
1: Ooh, you should watch me chop wood
0: too. I'm really good at
1: it.